Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Zegler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. How many times have we all said, uh, when Monday comes, I'm going to start a new diet. When Monday comes, I'm going to start a new exercise plan. When Monday comes, I'm going to start a new habit. We, when, um, after the first of the year, I'm going to start this. After, um, in the new month, I'm going to start this. Whatever that is that we're going to start. Why is it that we say we're going to wait till Monday or um, we're going to wait till a new month, the new year? Uh, so many times it's be, why don't we start now? So many times it's because we, let's, let's take it, if we want to start a new eating plan, so I'm going to wait till Monday uh, to start. You know, it may be Thursday. Why wouldn't we start now? Uh, why wouldn't we start on a Thursday? Why would we wait four more days um, until Monday? It's because a lot of times we are trying to avoid the thing we don't want to do. And by saying I'm going to start on Monday, I'm going to start um, next week, I'm going to start next month. It's a way of avoiding what we need to do with all the time giving ourselves a good feeling that we're going to start it. How many times, especially around the new year that we're, we're coming up upon, um, do we say, I'm going to start um, eating better and exercising in the new year. We make New Year's resolutions. I'm going to wait to the new year. But then the new year rolls around. We do it, but maybe only for a month. Uh, maybe if we're really dedicated, maybe two months. Um, and come uh, March, we have fallen off the wagon and we find ourselves saying the same thing again next year or throughout the year. We keep saying, I'm going to start on Monday and start on the next month. It's because we're avoiding, uh, we keep waiting because we know it's something we should do, but we really don't want to do it. So we, we keep making these reasons that we're going to, to make ourselves feel better. Um, because, you know, some of the, you know, other things we avoid besides just, um, exercise and maybe it's a new experience. You know, I'm going to get a new job when this happens. When I learn some more, um, I get some more knowledge, I'm going to do this. Uh, when I, you know, what's the, you know, what kind of changes are going to be? I'm not sure. So we make all these reasons why um, we're going to, we're going to wait till this or that happens to do X, Y, or Z. Um, you know, I, for a lot of years, um, I've been guilty of that. I'm not really understanding, um, that's really, really avoiding, uh, the thing that I want to do. Maybe it's, you know, because we, we don't like to say we're scared of something as adults. We don't really like to say we're scared. Why would we be scared of starting a diet or starting a new eating plan or exercise plan? Well, when we exercise, 
it's going to take some work. It's going to take, um, we're going to have to make it a priority. Uh, we may have to get up earlier. We may have to um, cut out uh, 30, 45 minutes of social media. We may have to cut out uh, an hour of Netflix. We may have to um, cut out some time of just sitting around, um, not really doing anything. We may have to, uh, you know, take our clothes uh, pack our bag and take that bag to work with us so we can hit the gym or, or hit the treadmill or go outside and do um, some exercise after work. So we have to put in a little extra time in, in preparing and planning. Uh, why would we be scared of, of starting a new eating plan? Well, it's probably because we've been eating all these crazy foods and, and we just want more and more of those foods, whether it's sugary stuff or um, unhealthy uh, carbs or, or things like that or fats, we want more of it. So we're not quite ready to let those go. So and we know when we have to change our eating plan or the way we eat, we think, oh, that's not going to be as much fun. I don't want to do that. I'm kind of not necessarily scared, but I'm not really looking forward to that. So a lot of times we avoid things that cause us discomfort. Um, Kim has, my wife has um, anxiety going into new places and, and, um, that she's not familiar with. So she would avoid, uh, going to those places because of not knowing what to expect. So it, you know, it's a way to be safe. And we all experience that. We, uh, we know what we like to eat, you know, not exercising. We know all that stuff's good for us, but, it's going to cause some discomfort, and we don't necessarily always want to do that. When it comes to people, um, how often you might have heard before about being your authentic self, and you might say, "Well, what is that? What is your authentic self? What does what is that?" Your authentic self is so many times we we put we might put on um, the way we people think we should act or the way we should be. Our authentic self is who, who, who are we really? Uh, Without putting on a show or putting on a a mask per se, who are we? Who's our our authentic self? Our authentic self might be someone that says goofy words, says, um, you know, has a goofy sense of humor, you know, um, doesn't always understand everything, always has to ask more questions, always like, I don't get that. I don't know that. Um, now, why is that funny? We look at that sometimes we think we're just goofy, but that is really just our authentic self. And sometimes we don't want anybody to see our authentic self. So we avoid things sometimes and, and situations and people because what will they think of us if we're our authentic self? Um, sometimes, uh, Kim will get mixed up on words and, and, you know, she's always like, you know, I don't want anybody to know that I get mixed up on words. And, and I think it's, um, kind of funny and that's just who she is. And so I always encourage her, um, to be, just to be that person, be, um, that one that says funny things sometimes. And maybe it's like just, uh, not necessarily awkward, but just kind of funny. And if she can't find the right word, she'll say a word and she'll go, that's not the right word. But um, that's who she authentically is. Um, You know, me, you know, my authentic self is uh, when I get around a lot of groups of people, I'm not um, very outgoing. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but 
she tells me a lot of times Kim does when we're in places that around groups of people, you need to talk more. You know, people are going to think you're being rude or, or you don't like being here. And that's really not it at all. Uh, when we're around people and larger groups, I like to listen. Um, I like to listen to people that are talking, listen to what's going on. Um, and I find that more interesting sometimes than what I have to say. And so sometimes that can be construed as, well, he's not having a good time. He's, um, thinks we're all dumb. It's not that way at all. That's just, um, after people are around me longer, they realize that's who I am. That's my authentic self. I do, I do try to, talk more and work on that because yes, that's a skill. You know, you hear me on the podcast and, and you think, man, he talks all the time or, or you might, uh, uh, see anything on social media or YouTube or anything like that. And you think, man, he just talks all the time. But in gatherings and, and when I'm training clients one on one, um, I, I do talk more, but in gatherings, I find it better to just listen, um, and, and respond, um, after I have listened. Um, I, I, I'm not a big fan of, you know, talking just to hear myself talk, um, in gatherings. Uh, I just want to, when I do speak, I want it to be something that, um, will add value to the conversation, add value to them, uh, w- without me just blabbering. So I really like to listen, um, and see where the people are coming from, what's their story, just all these different things that, um, I think are interesting in a conversation. And so that's kind of what I mean when I say be our authentic self. Uh, can I, can I improve on that a little bit? Sure. You know, I, I can, um, I think listening is a great skill. I don't think, um, as a culture, I don't think we listen enough. Um, we're given two ears for a reason and one mouth. We're given those for a reason. And that reason is to listen more, speak less. And, and so that is, uh, my authentic self. That's, that's how I believe. That's how I am. And, and sometimes I think we're, you know, we, for me, sometimes I might avoid a big gathering because I know that's the way I'll be. And I don't want, um, others to think, well, he's not interested. He's not having fun. He's not engaged. So I just might step away and not go to those gatherings or those functions. Um, you know, in so many, But when we boil it down and we really look at it, why am I not doing these things that I say I'm going to or that I need to do? It's because we're avoiding that, whatever that is for some reason. And so how do we, how do we stop the avoidance attitude? And how do we, I think the first thing is that we have to recognize that we are avoiding, that we are avoiding uh, going on the new diet. We are avoiding starting the new exercise plan. We are avoiding going to, um, that party. We are avoiding going to meet new people. We are avoiding going new places. We are avoiding having new experiences. All of those because they cost discomfort. So we have to first realize that and recognize that 
wow, I am avoiding that. I didn't realize I just was coming up with all these reasons why I couldn't do that because we all have reasons. Um, sometimes we call them excuses and sometimes we call them reasons. We, we might call them reasons. Someone else might call them excuses. Uh, we all have those, but we first have to recognize that we are avoiding. And once we do that, we think, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to stop avoiding? And one of the, and, and you hear me talk about this word a lot and it's be intentional. The things you're avoiding, what are they keeping you from? And are the things they're keeping you from the things you want? In other words, if you want to meet new people, for me, if I want to meet new people, avoiding going to um, gatherings of whether it's a dinner party, whether it's um, a dinner with friends, that there's going to be new friends there. You know, if if um, uh, if I want to meet new people, but I'm not stepping out and experiencing those, that's avoidance. But I have to think, okay, if my goal is, if I want to be meet new people, then I need to stop avoiding and go to these functions, go to these things. I have to be. So the word is. If I'm going to be intentional about what I want, then my intentionality is going to put me in some places that I'm not comfortable. It's going to put me in uh, a new place that I may not know the surroundings. It may put me um, around new people that I've never met that um, I'm going to engage with, I'm going to find out about. It may put me um, in a new uh, new experience. It may... It, if, if you're intentional about losing weight, that intentionality is maybe going to put you in a new uh, diet, a new exercise plan. It, it might, it might, that intentionality might uh, have you go to a trainer and you've never been to a trainer, you've never been in a gym, and now you find yourself in a gym that you've, that, that you've never been in a gym before, so now you're super intimidated and you're super scared, you're super nervous with a trainer that you've never had a trainer. What's he going to make me do? What's she going to make me do? Is it going to be too hard? Am I going to throw up? Is it going to be? But when we're when your intentionality is that I want to get in shape, I want to be in the best shape of my life, then that intentionality drives you to go to the gym, get a trainer, start a new eating plan, and not waiting till. I I can't wait till Monday because it's Wednesday or better yet, it's Monday night. And I say, well, I need to, I need to get better shape. I'm going to wait till next Monday. Well, now you're already a week behind. You've already, so I'm going to eat all the foods I can. I'm not going to do anything. So now we're already behind in a week. So we have to be intentional on what, what are our goals and what are the things we want? And are we avoiding the things that are going to take us to our goals? And when we are, then we have to do the next thing, which is if we're intentional and we see that those um, things that we're avoiding are really what's going to take us to the next level to take us where we want to go, then we have to take action. We have to uh, start the new eating plan first thing tomorrow morning on Tuesday morning instead of waiting till the following Monday. We have to uh, get online Monday night, sign up for the gym and start going on Tuesday morning, start going on Tuesday afternoon. We have to go ahead and pack our clothes on Monday night to go for that walk after work or run after work on Tuesday. We have to go ahead and make those dinner plans, those dinner reservations with friends, with with future friends, um, people we want to get to know. We have to go ahead and make those 
plans. We have to uh, do those things. So all those require action. The best, um, the best thing to conquer avoidance is action. What happens? And and I know a lot of us have been like this. And I always often say that a personal trainer is like a preacher when it comes to um, the grocery store, supermarket, um, anything like that. Because if, if, you know, if you haven't been to church in a while and you go down an aisle and you see the preacher at the other end of the aisle, what are you probably going to do? I don't think he saw me. I'm going to turn around and go down the other aisle because I don't want him to say, oh, I miss seeing you or, or uh, it's good, so good to see you. Because even if he doesn't say we've missed seeing you and, and he and he or she says, oh, we've missed you or it's great to see you, then you start to feel like, oh, man, yeah, I haven't been there forever. I feel that then you then you start feeling guilty. Uh, or, or, you know, I've had the, as a personal trainer, had the experience of going down an aisle and people that I haven't seen in the gym in a while, they might go another direction because they don't want to say, they don't want me to say, hey, it's good to see you. And how that translates in their mind is that, oh man, I haven't been to the gym in a while. He's probably thinking, wow, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, what do you got in your buggy there? So they'll go the other direction. So I often say that a personal trainer and preacher, when it comes to seeing people at um, the the grocery store or wherever, they might go the other direction because they don't want to don't want to feel that guilt. Um, but the action would be walking straight up to um, the preacher, the personal trainer, say, "Hey, it's good to see you." Pastor, it's it's good to see you, uh, Aaron. I've I've missed seeing you in the gym, missed seeing you in church, and 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 we take the initiative and we take the action. And say, yeah, I've been meaning to get back to church, and and we say, hey, I'm, I'll see you there on Wednesday night. I'll see you there on Sunday morning. I'll see, make a commitment. Hey, Aaron, it's good to see you. Um, I'm I've been missing the gym. I'm going to be back tomorrow morning. Hey, can I make an appointment with you? Yeah, tomorrow afternoon, the next day. Sounds great. That is taking action. In in a different way, yes. When uh, you went around to to not see the preacher, when you went around to not see me, your personal trainer, that's taking action. But that action is not driving you towards your intentional goal, which is to uh, get back to church regular, get back to a healthier lifestyle. So we have to also our intentionality will drive our action in the direction that we want. Because with intent, without intentionality, our um, actions can go haywire. Yes, we're still in action, but we're not going in the right direction. We're not taking our actions in the right direction of our intentionality. And when we when we're intentional and when we take action, it goes back to um, yes, we're still scared. Yes, we may not know enough. Yes. Um, we keep asking ourselves, what if it doesn't work out? But the bigger question is, what if it does? What kind of opportunity are we missing if what it does? And and it goes back to when we're intentional, when we take action, what, what will people say? What will they think? When we start a new business, maybe we've been avoiding starting a new business. And because... Um, because we're scared, because we're not sure how it's all going to work out. Uh, so what will people say? What, what if I start this business? I think it's a great idea. I really do. And what if, what if it fails? 
And what are people going to say? I live in a small town. Uh, wow, people are going to say, wow, he's a, he or she's a real failure. Well, I knew that wasn't going to work. I mean, yeah, I could have told them that wasn't going to work. Well, they didn't do this right. They didn't do that right. How am I going to see people at the local restaurant, the grocery store? It's a, I mean, they're all going to know my business and I'm, I'm just, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just going to stay where I'm at. I'm going to uh, keep being unhappy and, and I'm not going to do anything. I want to encourage you when you have intentionality, and you take action. You're going to face all those things. You're going to be scared. You're not going to know enough. What if it doesn't work out? What if it does? Uh, what will people say or think? No matter what, own your decision. Own it. And hold your head up high and say, this is me. This is who I am. This is authentically me. This is, you know, I, I did everything I could um, for my business. Uh, what if it works out? What if somebody goes, man. That was the best idea. I didn't think it was going to work. And man, they've just made a real success out of it. And if it doesn't say, wow, that's okay. I didn't really fail, but man, I learned a lot of lessons. If you've listened to some of my previous podcasts, I've talked about um, Synergy Fitness. Synergy Fitness would not be uh, successful today if it hadn't been for the muscle connection that I owned in 2004 that failed. I needed that gym to fail so this one could work. What if, what if I, that one failed in 2004 and I never, I said, well, that one failed. I can't ever do that again. Synergy Fitness wouldn't be around. Synergy Fitness wouldn't have been open for the last 12 years when the muscle connection barely hang, hung on for a year. I needed that muscle connection to fail so Synergy Fitness could be successful. And so many times we think, well, that was a failure. Maybe it was a relationship. Maybe it was a business. Maybe it was a diet. Maybe it was an exercise plan. But sometimes we needed that thing to fail. So the thing that we're going to get down the road can be successful. We need those failures along the road to have success in those areas. It may not look like anything we thought it would when we, when we started. It may look totally different, but we're never going to we're never going to get through those failures to get to those successes if we stop avoiding. We have to take avoiding will get us nowhere. It'll get us like a ping pong ball in a ping uh, a pinball machine. We just go boing boing boing. Yes, there might be lights, there might be noise, there might be sound, but you're not getting anywhere. You're not going anywhere. You're just shooting off from one thing to the next to the next. So. When we stop avoiding and we start being intentional, we start taking action and and own your decisions, own our decisions. You know, I own it that um, I started the muscle connection and it didn't work. I own that I needed that failure for Synergy Fitness to work. I needed the, the, uh, the I would say hundreds, but probably tens and twenties of diets I've tried, um, dozens of diets I've tried. I needed those to fail. To realize now, just in the last four or five years, that a balanced, healthy lifestyle is not about a diet. It's not about a certain exercise program. It's about a lifestyle. I needed all those to fail so I could understand now what it was I needed, what it was I needed to be successful. All those, all those failures needed to happen, and none of those would have happened and and I wouldn't have the success now if I had tried to avoid all those failures. The failures are the best teachers. If we'll look at them and learn the lesson that they're trying to teach us. But if we avoid them, we will never learn.
we will never learn. Overcoming avoidance boils down to three things. Be intentional, take action, and own your decisions. And following those steps and will help us overcome avoidance and recognize that we are avoiding. Because that will, once we recognize, we can do the other steps. And those will lead us to success. It's not a, it's not a smooth ride. It's scary. We don't know enough. There's going to be new experiences. There's going to be change. There's going to be new people, the new places, all those things. But when we stop avoiding them and get into some discomfort is when we start to see some real growth. Hey, thanks for taking a little time to join me today. And we'll see y'all next time. Is that time my wife came every night before I go to bed? It's bomb of the night. Double A out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.